We hope you enjoy this message from Pastor Will Levy, recorded at Equipus Church in Eden. For more information, please visit equipuschurch.com. We're going to race through this this morning, but just, just letting you know uh, if you feel any, uh, any sort of excitement rise up in that heart of your spirit, feel free to share it this morning. Thank you, team. You guys are awesome. Before I start this morning, um, <laughs> guess what I want to do? Play a video. <laughs> Third time lucky. All right, here we go. I was in, we can't be quiet. I, I was invited to make a prayer for this event in Washington, D.C. It was a large event. Mucho, mucho people. <laughs> and I do mean mucho. And uh, I was invited to pray. And the organizer is a television personality who you recognize. Not, not, not a believer, but he's, he invited me. He's a friend. He said, Reverend Rodriguez, I want you to come in. I want you to pray for the event. I said, it's a secular event. It has nothing to do with Christianity. Why would you want me to pray? Well, I just want you to pray. You want me to come and pray for an event that has absolutely no spiritual kind Yeah, I want you to pray. Go, oh, you want me to pray? You want me to, you want me to pray? I said, oh, I pray. Oh, so they flew me in. It's a large event. And I do mean very large, a couple hundred thousand people. And I come in and I, I get, I, I go backstage and, and, and right there, it's in, going out there next to the Washington Monument and we're going up and I'm going up and the, the personality looks at me and says, we changed the program. And I get, I took out, I took that red eye flight from Frisco to DC. So it's, you know, third camera macchiato and I'm looking and I'm going, what? And he went, we changed the program. You're still praying, but in, this, in the spirit of correctness, we, we, we invited other people, other faith narratives to pray. And he goes, you know how it is. I go, no, I don't, but go ahead and tell me. And he says, well, and this sounds like three guys go to a bar, but you have to see it. It's actually, you can see what I say. He, he goes, we, we have a universalist minister who will pray. We have an iman, the Muslim faith. We have a rabbi, and you're the Christian. He goes, you want to pray first or last? Something inside of me said, son, you better pray last to fix all the mess everybody else makes out there in that place. So I said, I'll pray last. With great humility, I'll pray last. <laughs> so the first the lady went up first, and she goes up first, and she prayed, and she went, God, you're the God of many names and no name at all. You're the air, you're the wind, you're the rock, you're the leaf, you're the tree. You are everything, and yet you are nothing. Amen. Well, isn't that special? <laughs> and the Iman prayed in the name of Allah, and the rabbi did a good prayer, and I'm coming up, and, I, and the Lord, the Spirit of God told me, just pray like you do at church. Y'all never been to my church. <laughs> so I grabbed the mic, hit the mic, look, and said, okay, look, there's a crowd. Everybody's deer in headlights looking at you and saying, let's, let's pray. In the name that is above all the other names. Salvation has come unto all mankind. 
Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we pray. For the next four to six minutes, the place wouldn't stop clapping and shouting. They, they just they couldn't stop. They couldn't continue. And someone asked, why are people reacting this way to a simple prayer? Why are they reacting like this? Real simple. There is still power in the name of Jesus. There Come on, let's give Jesus some praise this morning. Jesus. There is power in Awesome. Hey, uh, I, I'm not sure if you know, but there's power in the name of Jesus. And uh, in the next half an hour, I want to I wanna just stir our hearts uh, that, and, and realign, reaffirm our faith, reaffirm the authority that we have in the name of Jesus. And uh, um, man, just about a month ago, the Lord laid this topic on my heart. He said, the next series that you're doing is the name of Jesus. And so I'm, I'm pumped up about this. I'm excited about it because I always like it when we're preaching what Jesus wants to do. To preach, we're preaching what he wants to minister into our hearts. Why? Because we need it. Yeah. Amen. Right there. And so, I'm passionate about this. I was, I mean, I think I've been, I was really passionate about the generosity series because, again, it was a series that God gave to me for us because I knew it was a key to reaching our city. And uh, I pray that we've taken those, uh, the, what we've learned in that series, and applied it into our lives. But also now. With this series, I believe there's, there's something going to happen in our spirit. Something's going to rise up out of our spirit because I don't know about you, but I, I, I want to see, uh, you know, we talk about it all the time. We want to see Dunedin saved for Jesus, uh, but I'm not seeing it saved for Jesus. So something's not right. Something's not quite aligned. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm not, I, you know, we are in the, into the things of instant we like things instantly. We go fast food. You know, we want things now. We want to be able to download it. The internet speed is not fast enough. Right, and we have these frustrations, but uh, I want to see Dunedin saved in my lifetime. Uh, with prophetic words and destiny getting called out over the church and over our lives, I want to start declaring and taking authority on what Christ has done. Not a perhaps or a maybe, I do like it where it does say with Jonathan and the armor bearer, perhaps or maybe God's going to give us a victory. But that was something they were believing for. It wasn't something they were told about. <laughs> if we've been told about something, it's something that we can now take authority in and believe for it this morning. Amen. And so what I pray we're going to do is I'm going to uproot you. Some of you have been Christians for a long time, but you're rooted in disappointment. You're rooted in uh, just disillusionment. I'm sorry if this is going to be straight up this morning. It's going to come out of the Bible, but who knows? Don't, don't we want to be people that see and move in the manifest presence and power of God? Or, or we just want to come to church for Brazilian barbecues? Now that is a good thing and then one reason to come to church, but I pray if it's the only reason... We're in trouble in our Christian faith. So this morning I pray, and, and um, I've, um, I'm, I've had my normal level of caffeine, but I've got something in my spirit. Amen. So Father, in the name of Jesus, would you come and do something in our heart? Would you do something in our spirit? Do something in my spirit, Lord. 
Lord, do something in us to, Lord, to believe again, to go again, to, Lord, know the authority that we have in the name of Jesus. Just like uh, that person, Samuel Rodriguez, uh, preaching at Gateway Church, who possibly is going to be preaching at a conference next year around the middle of the year. It'll be a great conference to get to, but we shouldn't be talking about it now because it hasn't been released yet. (laughs) Father... Would you stir the name of Jesus in our spirit? Would you stir what we have access to? Would you stir, Lord, our faith again to believe again? And Lord, if there's, there's going to be people here this morning that have prayed in the name of Jesus. And for one reason or another, haven't seen the outcome that they've been believing for. Holy Spirit, I pray for them this morning. I pray for me this morning. I've prayed that prayer and There's been times where I haven't seen stuff. But Lord, would there be an authority attached to our spirit this morning of who you are and what you've done and what you've released into our lives over these next few weeks as we unpack this? Lord, would you be glorified? Holy Spirit, would you come and move in our lives as we take the Word of God, the authoritative Word of God, and apply it into our lives In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Well, here's here's the thing is you've all got one. It's a name. You're like, what are you talking about? No, we've all got a name. Who likes their name? I pray you all like your name. God gave you your name. We've all got a name. My name's William Robert Levy. I like that name. If you ever shorten it and call me by the nicknames, I'll punch you in the face. (laughs) No, I won't. I was just joking. Short name for William is Bill. Short name for Robert is Bob. Billy Bob. (laughs) Never, they've never been called it. I don't want to be called it. And uh, anyway, (laughs) there is no power in the name of Billy Bob. (laughs) Amen for that. Amen for that. But you all have a name, and uh, you probably, some of you probably know the meaning of your name. Who knows the meaning of their name? A few of you. Who likes the meaning of their name? Who doesn't like the meaning of their name? Oh, there's a few people, a few honest people out there. Um, well, here's the thing is, you know, in, as a parent, you get to name well, like when Desiree and I had our, our kids, we, we, we didn't just go, oh, well, Leslie, oh, you know, name book. Well, let's call them that. No, we, we actually put effort into, uh, Desiree put a lot more effort into it than me. <laughs> but uh, we put effort into naming our, our children because they all have a prophetic name. Uh, I can't remember them all, but... I know their names, I don't know the meanings, all right? Uh, chill out, chill out. But, but uh, you know, harper. Harper is, is, is instrument of praise. Why harp? All right, and there's Jacob. He's awesome. And Oliver is awesome. And one day I'll remember their meanings, right? We've got, we've got things at home. I should have written these down, eh? But uh, anyway, we've all been given a name. If, you're, if you've had kids, you're going to name your children. If you're about to have kids, you're thinking of names. 
We've all been given a name. I like this name that comes up in Matthew chapter 1, verse 21. And it's the angel of the Lord comes to Mary and says, And uh, she will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will um, save his people from their sin. You are to name him Jesus. God thought about the name that he was going to name his son. There's a meaning behind it. There's a prophecy behind it. There's a purpose behind it. God knew the name that he wanted to give his son. Why? Because he knew it's going to be the name above every other name. And, and he's, he's been named the name of Jesus for a reason. I don't know if you've ever, ever been in a situation where you've done the name drop to try and get yourself a bit of favor somewhere. Oh, yeah, I know this person. Drop that name. Hoping to get a little bit of access somewhere. Anyone ever done the name drop thing? Or even just for a slight imp- feeling a little bit important. Like I used to name drop Christian Cullen because he was a great all-black fullback uh, because I went to school with him. We were in the same class. We were friends. We played touch rugby. I used to say, oh, yeah, that's my claim to fame. Anyone else got claim to fames? Because we name drop stuff. You know, I used to say I taught him everything he knew, but maybe not. <laughs> and uh, in fact, when Michael Campbell won the Masters Golf, my grandfather name dropped him and said, you know, I taught him everything in any way. But, uh, you know, he's done the name drop thing. Why? Because we're hoping to get a little bit of kudos. We're hoping to get a little bit of, uh, like, favor, right? We've done that before. By the way, great to have our Ghanaian friends here. Stephen, Emmanuel, and Pius. Great names they are. Emmanuel, God with us. I don't know. I was like... Flip, where am I going to go now? What's Stephen? What's Pius? Anyway. <laughs> All right. I'm glad there's uh, humor in this room this morning. <laughs> By the way, Stephen's preaching tonight. Amen. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. All right. Let's keep going. There's power in the name of Jesus. Jesus, God gave Jesus his name because there was a purpose. I want us to start this morning from a, a passage in Acts chapter 19. This is, I think this is awesome because they dropped a name and it didn't really help them out. So who's ever dropped a name and it's never really helped you out? Well, this is what happened. Let's read this story in uh, Acts chapter 19. Uh, verses 13 to 20, it says, A group of Jews was traveling from town to town, casting out evil spirits. They tried to use the name of the Lord Jesus in their incantations, saying, I command you in the name of Jesus, whom Paul preaches, to come out. Seven sons of Sceva, a leading priest, were doing this. But one time when they, were tra- tra- when they tried it, the evil spirit replied, I know Jesus. And I know Paul, but who are you? Then the man with the evil spirit leaped on them, overpowering them, attacked them with such violence that they fled from the house naked and battered. The story of what happened uh, spread quickly all through Ephesus to Jews and Greeks alike. A solemn fear descended on the city, and the name of the Lord Jesus was greatly honored. Many who became believers confessed their sinful practices. There's a great, great illustration in the Bible where, where 
where people who were using the name of Jesus or were wanting to use the name of Jesus, but it didn't quite turn out how they wanted it to turn out. Who knows, getting beaten up and left naked is not a great way to turn out after using the name of Jesus. But I feel like as Christians, a lot of the time we have been beaten up and we have felt naked and, and beaten after using the name of Jesus. There's, this is just another way to describe disappointment or unanswered prayer or, or confusion or why am I feeling like this? Because after you get beaten up and left naked, you're feeling pretty rubbish. Anyone, anyone like that? If you do, you've got issues. But a lot of the time in our Christian walk, we use the name of Jesus, but nothing happens. And we get disappointed and we, we feel like, well, I don't want to go through that again. No one wants to go through that again. But, uh, uh, you know, there's a few things in this passage of Scripture that I, I believe that we've got to work out and get right in our spirits. See, it talked about that they were using in their incantation. See, it just became a theory. It just became a, a, a word that they used. It just became a word that they said. It just became a normal thing. It's like, uh, you know, you put a few, just, it, just, it just came every day. See, what, what I like about this scripture, it said that the name of Jesus would be honored. The name of Jesus would be honored. See, the first point that I have for us this morning, I see it's not honored. It says that the name of Jesus will be greatly honored. See, as Christians, have we become familiar with the name of Jesus? Or do we have a place in our heart and in our spirit that every time we say, in the name of Jesus, some great honor is coming up out of our spirit to believe because that the name of Jesus carries power and authority. See, it was just their incantation or was their, just, just their riddle or rhyme to believe. And uh, I reckon as Christians, there's got to be something in our spirit. If you, here's, here's this thought that I wrote down around this, because we've got to learn how to honor the name of Jesus. If you don't know honor, you won't know how to have faith in the name of Jesus. If we don't know what honor is, we're not going to know how to have faith in the name of Jesus. What is honor? Honor is to put weight behind, to believe for, to put uh, trust in. And if, if there's something that I, I want us to believe and take away from this message in this series is that we've got to put weight behind, we've got to put trust in, and we've got to put honor in the name of Jesus. That I just, every time I pray now, every time I say in the name of Jesus, it's not just an incantation, it's not just a riddle or a rhyme, it's something that I'm believing in. You're like, well, yeah, I, and, and I understand this, but... It's time to, like what Pastor Sam talked about the other day, is we've got to be a big kid now with our pull-ups. We've got to be able to handle a few knocks and, and, and go, you know what? Even though I feel like I got beaten up and I got na left naked when I tried some of this stuff and I went out, I pray that there's a revelation stirring in your spirit about the, the, the weight and the honor behind the name of Jesus. We've got names. We've got great names. You've got beautiful names. I know a lot of your names. Obviously, not the meanings of my sons, but I know the meanings of my daughter. But the name of Jesus, because he will save his people. He will save his people. See, 
I was just thinking about this. I was thinking about the scripture, reading it through, and it says, but one time they used the name of Jesus, and the Spirit said, I know Jesus, and I know Paul, but who are you? I'm like, that's, that's interesting. Because it doesn't matter who you are. <laughs> Do you want to get that just a little bit? It doesn't matter who you are. What matters is it's the name of Jesus. So I don't know if there's any WWF fans or here any rock fans. None. That's why I'm not playing this video. But he always interrupts people. He'll say something. Hey, so how's your day going? And they'll start saying, it doesn't matter. And he'll interrupt. It's like the joke. Knock, knock. Interrupting cow. Moo. He'll interrupt. See, I reckon there's got to be something that gets into our spirit that is when we, when, when we have issues come against us that says, I know Jesus, I know Paul, but who are you? You go, it doesn't matter who I am. What matters is who is with me. What matters is what authority I have in the name of Jesus. Apologize if I'm shouting this morning. It's something that I've got to, I just feel for us as a church to believe for breakthrough, believe for testimony. It doesn't matter who we are. What matters is who's with us. I like having Jesus as my big brother. Because I was a, no, I was a, just, uh, yeah, anyway. <laughs> got myself in a little bit of trouble every now and then. I, I like, I, it doesn't matter who I am, but who's with me right now. Because the name of Jesus, the first thing, the name of Jesus needs to be greatly honoured. Let's move to John chapter 14, verse 12. Oh man, 12 to 14. See, and, and Kerry even brought it up in worship this morning. It says this, I tell you the truth, anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done and even greater works because I'm going to be with the Father isn't that, I reckon that's one of the hardest scriptures to get our heads around. How can we do greater works than Jesus? Because Jesus is Jesus. But it says, you can ask for anything in my name and I will do it so that the Son can bring glory to the Father. Yes, ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. I want you to right now try and find something that is outside the definition of anything. Just try. You can't. There's nothing. Absolutely nothing. There's nothing outside, ask for anything in my name, anything. You know, I was, I was reminded this morning I can ask for anything. So in worship this morning, I was like, Lord, I'm going to ask for anything. I'm going to ask for the salvation of my family. I'm going to ask for the salvation of my sister in your name. Because your word says, ask for anything. Oh, well, I'm going to try the hardest thing that I'm going to believe for. And I pray that in the next month, that I'll be able to bring a testimony to say that my sister has been saved. Why? Because I'm going to ask for anything. Why? Because the name of Jesus is above every other name. What could you believe for? What could you ask? Oh, yeah, but I asked for, for, uh, for something before. You, here's the thing. You're just feeling beaten and broken. You're just feeling naked. It's time to reclose yourself in the authority of Jesus Christ. 
and start believing again. Everyone trips, everyone stumbles, everyone has disappointment. Why? Because we have, a, 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 um, we have the devil against us. If his life was just one way and living with Jesus, I mean, that would be nice. That would be great. But that's what heaven's for. But right now, we're living in a fallen world, and there's something that we've got to get ready for and, and, and know the authority that we have and, and, the, and the battle cry in our spirit. We can ask for anything in the name of Jesus. Here's the thing. We've got to know the authority of God. Even greater works will do. Why? Because the motive is to bring glory to the Father. Not the motive is not to bring glory to us. The motive is to bring glory to the Father. And so let's get, it's not about who we are. It's about who Jesus is and what he paid for on the cross and what we can believe for. I tell you the truth. The truth. This is the truth. This is the Word of God. Can we put faith and trust in the Word of God? I pray that we can put faith and trust in the Word of God this morning. Because there's power in the name of Jesus. In my name and I will do it. In my name and I will do it. In my name and I will do it. See, I think sometimes we've just got to get a little bit more um, persistence. Where we can be persistent in some areas of our life. Right? Those new shoes. You know what I'm talking about. We can, we can scheme and we can pray. We can, we can be persistent in many areas, but can we be persistent in the name of Jesus? In the name of Jesus. Why? Because there's power in the name of Jesus. He says, ask for anything. And you'll see even greater works. I love it. Anything. As I said before, think of something outside of anything. Think of something that could be ridiculous. You know what ridiculous is? Going fishing and finding a coin in a fish. Jesus is having this conversation about what, you know, do we pay tribute and all this sort of stuff. He's like, oh, I just go fishing. I find the fish and there's a coin in the fish. That's ridiculous. It's like, who lost the coin and how did the fish eat it? It's ridiculous. It's, you're like, but that's just, why don't we have a ridiculous expectation? Let's have a ridiculous expectation. You know, right now, this world is filled with two, two there's lots of things that it's filled with, but there we're coming up against. We're coming up right now, mental illness and cancer. Probably the things that I hear about the most. Is it outside anything? No, it's not outside anything. We've just got to get to a place where we know the authority that we have in Jesus and be persistent in the name of Jesus and believe for there's power in the name of Jesus. I believe this morning God wants to stir our hearts just to get back to a place of expectation. 
to get back to a place of faith. In the next couple of weeks, we're going to unpack some stuff and, and uh, you know, just about declaring and believing and, and interceding and, 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 and believing for miracles. And I pray there'll be testimony coming out of, uh, after testimony. But the difference between try it out and you're healed. You know, we say try it out. Why do we say try it out when we know something's happened? When we know Jesus is, has the authority? Anyway, do you believe this this morning? See, Jesus, in, in John chapter 18, just turn over you in your Bibles, just a few passages. And Jesus is having this conversation with Pilate before he goes to be crucified. And, and, and Pilate's having a hard time. He, this wasn't the greatest day to wake up. Then you're going to have this conversation where you can't get any answers out of the person not saying. He's giving you the silent treatment. But anyway goes on and, and says this, and, and it is, this, is, this is really important for us to understand. We know this, we've heard it a hundred times, but I think that when it comes out of the name, of, uh, it comes out of the words of Jesus, it's a little bit more helpful. It says this, am I, uh, am I a Jew? Pilate retorted, uh, you, your own people and their leading priests brought you to me for trial. Why, what have you done? Jesus answered, my kingdom is not an earthly kingdom. If it were, my followers would fight to keep me from being handed over to the Jewish leaders. But my kingdom is not of this world. My kingdom's not of this world. See, the power in the name of Jesus is what we're fighting in the, in the heavenly realm. But what is not in the heavenly realm, see, see, what's in the heavenly realms, Jesus has authority on. But if you were here last week, you would have heard about how Jesus got the authority back for the kingdom of this world that we live in, the earthly domain. Adam's, uh, God gave Adam authority. Adam sinned. Sin entered the world. He lost authority to the devil. The devil then took it. But then when Jesus died on the cross and rose again, he went into hell. He took back the authority. Now he's got it. And then he commissions us and gave it back to us. Praise Jesus for that. So we've got all authority. And it's the thing. So now we have authority in the heavenly realm, and we have authority now in the earthly realm as well. Amen. We can praise Jesus for that. We've got authority and in the realm of earth, in the realm of heaven. Whatever we loose in heaven is loosed on earth. Whatever we bind in heaven is bound in earth. Anything. Amen. I'm shooting for the stars this morning. I'm not like just going for coughs and colds. Because I don't reckon Jesus went through what he went through just for a cough and a cold. Or the odd headache every now and then. I'm believing for fullness. See, it says Jesus, uh, in John chapter 10, 10, Jesus came to give what? Life and life in its fullness. But the devil does come to steal, kill, and destroy. But we have authority over the steal, kill, and destroy because we're with Jesus and Jesus is with us. See, just going back to that thing before, it's not just an incarnation. It's not just a prayer that we pray. It's something that we're believing in. It's something coming out of our spirit that says, you know what? No weapon formed against us is going to prosper. Even though this cancer may have formed against us, it is not going to prosper. In the name of Jesus, it's not going to prosper. This illness that's coming against us is not going to prosper. You might need to go to the doctor. You might need to get on some medication, but it's not going to prosper. It's not going to take you out. Why? Because there's power in the name of Jesus. But I've been left naked and bruised. Yeah. But isn't it worth 
going again? Isn't it worth didn't, didn't Doesn't Jesus, doesn't the blood of Jesus, Jesus um, say, let's go again? Let's go again. Let's take authority. See, in the name of Jesus, when we pray in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. I don't just say it because of, it's a nice word, it's a nice name to say, but there's authority in the name of Jesus. Why? Because it's the Word of God. If it's in the Bible, I believe it. If it's in the Bible, I believe it. But just going back to the first point, the name of Jesus needs to be greatly honoured. It needs to be greatly honoured. Awesome, let's keep going. See, the name of Jesus did something so great for us already, amen? Who knows that? Jesus has done all something great for us already. Let me remind you of what it is. Let's go to Philippians chapter 2, verses 6 um, through 11. Oh, I've got ahead of myself, but this is all right. Instead, he gave, us his divine, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on the cross. Therefore, God elevated him to the place of highest honor and gave him the name above all other names, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue declare that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Everything is under the name of Jesus. Everything is under the name of Jesus. And I pray some faith is rising up in our spirit to go, you know what? Everything's under the name of Jesus. As I was preparing this message and even in worship, I talked about it just before about, you know what? My family is under the name of Jesus. If you've got unsaved family, in, or you've got saved family, they're still under the name of Jesus as well. But if you've got unsaved family, they're under the name of Jesus. You can start declaring and prophesying in the name of Jesus because His name's higher than the spirit that's holding their, your family back from salvation right now. That is good preaching. There's something to get passionate about. You know what? Do you love your family? I pray you do. I know you do. I know you do. But the spirit that's holding your family back right now is under the name of Jesus. The spirit that's holding your workmate back, your friend, is under the name of Jesus. If, you could, if, we, if we just started praying in the name of Jesus, not as a religious rhyme, but of, of a passion and an honor in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray in your name, Jesus, the name that's above every other name. You come against that spirit of addiction. Come against that spirit of whatever. And we can start seeing salvation come to our family. Why? Because we're taking authority in the name of Jesus who's got family members that need saving. Come on, just right now, for 30 seconds. Why don't you start praying for them? Father, in the name of Jesus, I just declare over our heart, over my family, over our families, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Come on, take authority in the name of Jesus. I know some of you guys got your heavenly language going, but use the word, use the name of Jesus. 
Lord, the name of Jesus, I declare salvation over family members and name them out. Lord, I name this name as under your name. Father, in the name of Jesus, we declare, Lord, salvation over them. Lord, whatever spirit is holding them back, Lord, we say in the name of Jesus, it's got to come under it. It's got to go in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on, praise Jesus for that breakthrough. We praise you, Jesus. We praise you, Jesus. Everything is under the name of Jesus. I don't know if you've got my points this morning, but the first one was the name of Jesus needs to be greatly honored. And we, um, we can ask in the name of Jesus for anything. Is number two. And the third one is everything is under the name of Jesus. Everything is under the name of Jesus. It's a broad picture this morning, but we want to encompass everything. We live in the hope of Jesus Christ. We live in the authority of Jesus Christ. We live in the grace of Jesus Christ, but he's given us all authority in the heavenly realms. Why? Because he's with us. It's time to start name dropping. It's time to start name dropping. What? What, what do you mean? You're, well, you're having a conversation with someone. Well, I've got a friend who can, who, who's dealt with that. Really? Yeah, his name's Jesus. That's where it's at. Maybe this morning it's just getting back to our own personal faith and honoring who Jesus is in our own life. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 11. This is, this is where it comes from. For me, it says, Some of you were once like that, but you were cleansed. You were made holy. You were made right with God by calling on the name on the Lord Jesus Christ, of the Lord Jesus Christ, and by the Spirit of our God. We're saved because we called on the name of Jesus. We called on the name of Jesus, our salvation. Isn't that a miracle? So God does miracles. Guess what? He's got heaps of them. He's got a, a heaven full of them. I was like, bag? No, that's too small. He's got a heaven full of, full of miracles. Why? And we can access them. Why? Because of the name of Jesus. We're saved by what we called on the name of Jesus. We called on the name of Jesus. We called on the name of Jesus. Number four is, is his name saved our sin. Or, or sorry, he, he saved us from our sin. The name of Jesus saves us from our sin. It's a miracle right there. Nothing could do it. Absolutely nothing could do it. But Jesus saved us. Why? Because we called on the name of Jesus. We called on the name of Jesus. Ephesians chapter 1. I'm not sure if I gave you guys this scripture, but maybe I did, yeah. Verses 15 through 23. I want to encourage you to start praying this prayer every day. I'm going to be praying it every day. But let's pray this prayer. Well, let's, let's read this. Ever since I heard of your strong faith in the Lord Jesus 
and your love for God's people everywhere. I have not stopped thanking God for you. I pray for you constantly. Asking God, the glorious Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, to give you spiritual wisdom and insight so that you might grow in the knowledge of God. I pray that your hearts will be flooded with light so that you can understand the confident hope He has given to those He called His holy people who are His rich, uh, who, who are His rich and glorious inheritance. I also pray that you'll be, you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe Him. This is the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead and seated Him in the place of honor at God's right hand in the heavenly realms. Now He is far above all ruler and authority or power or leader or anything else, not only in this world, but also in the world to come. God has put all things under His authority of Christ and has made Him head over all things for the benefit of the church. And the church is a body that is made full and complete by Christ who fills all things everywhere with Himself. He fills all things everywhere with Himself. It's the name of Jesus that He wants to fill our hearts with. Why? Because it's for the church and the church is to display His rich variety of love and goodness and grace to the world that we live in. And there's something this morning that I, I just want to just stare at. His spiritual wisdom comes from that prayer. Insight to grow in knowledge comes from that prayer. A confident hope comes from that prayer. An inheritance inheritance, comes from that prayer. God's incredible greatness and power stir in our heart for those who believe. He's far above any ruler and authority. He's put everything under his feet. Everything under his feet. I don't like seeing people hurt. Neither does Jesus. That's why he took it all on the cross. And that's why he rose again. The power of the Holy Spirit, the power of God Almighty raised him from the grave. Now that same power lives in us. From an earthly point of view, that's hard to, it's hard to comprehend. But when we allow faith to just go, you know what? This is what the Bible says. This is who Jesus is in my life. This is how I'm going to apply him into my world. We let faith arise and we start believing and we start declaring and you'll start seeing miracles. Because God promises our what? Yes and amen. There's many things that we carry and hang on to just because we've been beaten up and left naked. Because we've had a bad experience. We, we didn't pray. And I'm not here to point fingers at you didn't pray right. What is that? What's a right prayer? A right prayer is just knowing who's in your heart and knowing the authority that you have in the name of Jesus over the authorities of this world. That's a right prayer. Next week we'll get into the passage where it says, I do believe, Lord, but help me with my unbelief. Because I know that. 
I know there's times in our lives where we've had experiences and there's unbelief. That's okay. My main aim and goal this morning was to plow the ground, was to just stir up the ground again. Because as Christians, we've been Christians for a long time and we walk this path. And this path gets solid because it gets worn because we keep stamping it down and we put all our experiences down there and in the end it just becomes the easier path to walk and the experience don't line up with the Word of God. But what I'm saying this morning is wouldn't it, wouldn't it be good to come and just plow up that ground and let the seed of the Word of God go in it? Let this just go, all right. Maybe there's times where I just didn't really put weight in behind the name of Jesus. But Lord, I'm coming to you today and I'm praying in the name of Jesus. Power in the name of Jesus. Lord, there's areas where I'm struggling with my faith and with my belief. Can I just, can you just help me out? This is just something that's popped in my head. So it's not really part of the message, but it will help. Never ever tell someone they don't have enough faith when they pray. That's just dumb. Oh, you didn't have enough faith. That's why they didn't get healed. Shut up. Just go keep going. Let's pray together. Let's keep believing. Let's come on. name that's above every other name in heaven and on earth we come to you and we take authority over this area right now and Lord I break every chain, I break every authority that Lord would come against us Lord and in the name of Jesus we take authority over it and we break it off in the name of Jesus in a minute we're going to pray I don't have the reference in my notes at the moment, but when Jesus came across the the uh, the account where he said to the demon, he says, what's your name? And the demon says, my name is Legion. I think it's Mark somewhere. Take a stab. Got to get it right somewhere. I've always wondered, why did he ask what his name was? I just don't want to become that. I don't want to become friends with that. Hey, my name's Jesus. What's your name? Sorry, that's how I think sometimes. And then I realized, because Jesus was saying, hey, my name's Jesus. What's your name? Did you get it? Because my name's above your name. And your name is going to bow because it says every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that it's my name. Sometimes we've got to say, and we've got to start declaring, hey, what is your name, unclean spirit? What is your name that's coming against me? Because I know a name that's above every other name. It's the name of Jesus. Can we know a lot of names? 
But all those names are under the name of Jesus. Come on, let's stand together and just let the Holy Spirit... Man, sorry about the time. Got away. Can't just let the Holy Spirit minister. It's the name of Jesus. It's the name of Jesus. It's the name of Jesus. Where there's areas that you've had an experience and it didn't turn out how you want it. I'm not telling you it's because you didn't have faith. I'm not telling you this. I'm not telling you that. What I am telling you this morning is just run and honor the name of Jesus. Just honor the name of Jesus in your worship right now. Honor the name of Jesus just in your prayer right now. Because he says that you can ask for anything in my name and you will have it. Oh, what does that mean? What does that mean when you come up against cancer? What does that mean when you come up against mental illness? What does it mean when you come up against anxiety? What does it mean when when your family's not walking with God? What does that mean? It means hope. It means life. It means declaration. just take the same authority. I I don't want to get loud. I don't want to get worked up in this moment because I don't want emotionally to, 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 to do something in your spirit. I want the Spirit of God to do something in your spirit. And it's the Word of God to do something in your spirit. And you can believe. You can believe. No weapon formed against you will prosper because it's under the name of Jesus. All authority has been given to the name of Jesus. It's time to name drop. It's time to name drop. Thank you for listening to this message recorded at Equipus Church, Dunedin. We pray it blessed you. For more information, please visit equipuschurch.com.